Oh my God, guys. Hello and welcome. This is take three. This is take three. The first time uh, Audacity selected the wrong microphone again. So I was talking with the desktop mic or the laptop mic. And the second time, oh, I never unpaused things. So I talked for at least 13 minutes. Good shit, too. And uh, all right. Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Tonight's <coughs> subject matter, excuse me. Tonight's subject matter is a Robert Plant show from September 6th, 1983, the Worcester Centrum in Worcester, Massachusetts. Phil Collins playing drums. That's right, Phil Collins from Genesis. He played drums on uh, at least the first leg of this tour and on the album. They were fast friends. Um, fuck. I said so much stuff both times and now I'm just mad. So let's tear into it. I could have, (laughs) I was going to do another Led Zeppelin. I was going to do Vancouver 1970 this time, but I've had this show for a few weeks now and it is awesome. It is a great show with a great audience. That's the thing. This is my hometown, not Worcester, but that whole area. Worcester Centrum is where I would go to see concerts. And um, it's where I saw The Firm. It's where I saw Deep Purple. It's, well, it's where I saw everybody, almost everybody. Great venue. Good acoustics. Way better than the Boston Garden, which is an acoustic shithole, or was back in the day. And um, it's a great show. I did not go to this show, but uh, everybody in my high school did. And I believe it happened just before the first day of school or just after. Happened December 6th, whenever labor, I don't know. Anyhow, first day of school, everybody was wearing Robert Plant Principal of Moments shirts. And um, I hadn't gone because I, I don't think I was a Zep head yet. I got into Zeppelin, I think, my sophomore year, and this was the beginning of my sophomore year. So I just I just don't think it was part of me. Plus, nah, I don't know. Anywho, I didn't go. But um, this album was enormous. If you were around back in the day... Oh, see, this is where I feel like a turd because I, I'm, I feel myself pulling back because it's like, dude, you already talked about this. Uh, but I didn't hit record. So all this stuff that was off the cuff and spontaneous is now just going to be kind of uh, stilted and awkward as I try and recall what I had said before and try and make it sincere. Principal Moments was a huge album if you were around back in the day. And given my demographic, you were. And you he got played, overplayed on MTV. And that was the curse, just like it happened with um, Golden Earring, Twilight Zone. Great song, played to death, played to death on MTV, and everybody got sick of it. Same thing with uh, Yes, Honor of a Lonely Heart. Great album, great album, very, very 1980s, but great album, but over, played to fuck. And it's like, okay, I don't need to hear this anymore. And that's kind of what happened with um, a lot of Robert Plant from Principle of Moments. It was overplayed uh, to the point where people got sick of hearing it and watching it on the videos. And um, then his next album was his 
I don't need guitars at all. Let's do all synthesizers. And I'm going to dress like Heathcliff from uh, Wuthering Heights and wander the moors with my stupid mullet and act all deep. And then people said, well, fuck that. We'll listen to something else. And then he said, wait a minute, I'm an artist. I said, yep. And we're listening to someone else. And he goes, have I mentioned I've grown my hair back and I'm singing Zeppelin songs again? And then everybody came back. There it is. Artistic integrity. Um, but Big Log is an amazing song. I think it's one of his best songs ever. Ever. Do I think Zeppelin could have done a killer version of it? Of course. They could have nailed it. I think had Zeppelin done it. Oh, holy shit. You know what? I, this just occurred to me. Page and Plant should have done Big Log in the style with which they played Heart in Your Hand on the 98 tour with that with that lonesome surf guitar. Jimmy could do that. Jimmy could do that with Big Log. Holy shit. Anyway. I'm all over the road now because I've already said this shit three times, some of it. And I'm trying to remember what I said. I'm trying to keep it spontaneous. Phil Collins. Have I mentioned Phil Collins yet? He plays drums on this show. I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. Guys, this is an excellent show. This is an excellent show. Robert's talked about this through the years as being one of his favorite gigs. It is high energy. It is high energy. And the crowd is into it because you know what? Boston... And everything from Jesus Christ, uh, even though it's Worcester, Massachusetts, it's still Boston. Even though I grew up in southern New Hampshire, it's still Boston. It's still Metro Boston. That whole area is big on rock and roll. That's where I saw Deep Purple when they did their reunion tour. And they said this was one of their best shows because the Boston crowd, the WAAF crowd, the WBCN crowd... Love rock and roll. Loved it. And uh, my God, the audience at this show is so rapturously happy to be seeing Robert Plant and so into what he's playing that when he starts the songs, they lose their mind like he's playing Zeppelin songs happily. Like, yeah, I love this song. It's crazy. And he feeds on it. And because of that, Instead of doing his kind of breathy, I'm an artist singing, he starts belting like Robert Plant. And, you know, Phil Collins, hell of a drummer. The band is good. You know, the only thing you could say about it is it's the 80s. He's wearing parachute pants. But Jesus Christ, it was the 80s. I was wearing, I think, <laughs> gray shoes, loafers white jeans with a white belt and a white button-up shirt and a black skinny leather tie. So I cannot throw stones. Christ Almighty. When I started playing guitar and growing my hair out, it was the 80s. I just started wearing shit from my mom's closet. There's this awesome, I still miss Paisley shirt that I fucking rocked, man. <laughs> Anyhow. Robert Plant, solo tour. Don't tap out on this one. This is a good one, okay? I'm going to keep it fairly short. We don't need to have any hour, hour and a half. Robert Plant, 
shows, uh, episodes. We can wrap this up tight. But boy, oh boy, you will be happy because it's a great show with a rapturously happy crowd. And Robert Plant just killing it on his first solo tour. And I think this is the opening night. And you know, while you're listening, I'm going to go online and look up the itinerary because I don't want to I don't want to lie about this. So what are we going to start with, folks? What are we going to start with? Hmm. You know, we're going to start with his first single as a solo artist, Burning Down One Side. This is a good audience, very, very good audience tape. Worcester Centrum, 1983, September 6th. Phil Collins from Genesis on drums. Shit, see, I can't even remember if I talked about the solo careers. I don't know. Take you, take, This is what you get, folks. Sorry. Burning down one side. Enjoy it. I'll be back.
Did you hear the audience on that? These people were losing their minds because that was a great show, a great performance, great performance. He was in great voice, and the people dug it. <clears throat> Boston's a great rock and roll town. Jesus Christ. That was a cool tune. And one thing that I hadn't... Oh, and this was not the opening night, by the way. I apologize. The opening night was August 26th, somewhere else on Earth. I can't remember where. Um, But it's close. But one thing that's neat is that Phil Collins was an enormous star at this point. One of the biggest stars of the 80s. Madonna level, Prince level. And he just played drums for Robert. He didn't do a solo set. He didn't do any Susu Studio, none of that bullshit. Nothing other than a wave and a spotlight when he was introduced. That's pretty cool. He must be a really good guy. I mean, yes, he fucked up Live Aid. But, Jesus Christ, the band fucked up Live Aid, too. The guitar's out of tune. Jimmy's drunk, allegedly. I don't know if he was drunk. I mean, he could have played like that, not drunk. Um, Robert's voice was hoarse as fuck because he had just played, I think, two or three nights in a row before this. No warm-up and the stress. Jonesy was fine. <laughs> but uh, Live Aid was uh, consequences of arrogance. And Phil Collins came in and fucked it up because he didn't know the songs. But he was good. He was good for the Robert. He did the. Uh, he played on um, Pictures at Eleven as well, and then uh, Phil did the North American leg of this tour, and then Richie Hayward from Little Feet finished. And it, boy, can he drum! Jeepers, creepers! So that was good, yeah, yeah, was good. The next song I'm going to play for you is Horizontal Departure. And I'm only playing it. I mean, it's a good song, but it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't take me to bed and woo me, but it morphs into, uh, Bob Marley's lively up yourself, lively up yourself. And, uh, it's fun. I mean, this stuff isn't really secret anymore. Cause I think it's a live version of that is on the deluxe release of principal moments. But this is good, and with an audience this engaged, it actually fuels the performers to up their game, and it becomes, well, you know, it's what Jimmy Page was a master at doing, taking that energy from the audience, cycling it through the band, and giving it back to them, who then give it back in just this giant feedback loop. And that's what Robert's doing here, and that's what the the, the audience is doing here, because they're so happy to see Robert Plant. And they're so happy to see Robert Plant, not just because he was the singer for Zeppelin. That's a large part of it. But as you can tell from the response to Burning on One Side, they were happy to hear these songs, which is rad. All right, friendos, let's go with Horizontal Departure into Lively Up Yourself. And uh, another high-energy, fun, fun gig. Another high-energy, fun, fun song, rather. Apologies. September 6, 1983. Enjoy it.
everybody's just about to break their necks with the... Uh, so don't aim any more gear on the stage, otherwise we ain't going to be play. Okay? Thank you very much.
That was awesome. That was awesome. <clears throat> and again, I think a big part of it is how in sync and into it the audience were. And it raises the energy and I dig it. I hope you dig it too. And um, while this is a short one this week, it's okay. I was listening to some of the earlier ones because I'm putting them up on YouTube. I'm back down in the single digits and where it's like, you know, 26 minutes, 27 minutes, which is where we're at about now. And uh, we're not done yet. There's, there's still more, but it's not like Zeppelin where it's like, okay, here's uh, no quarter. I'll see you in 37 minutes. It's <laughs> it's more like the classic rock ones where it's like, here's three songs. All right, later. And that's what this is going to be. There's going to be three songs and then, all right, later. And now's the part where I tell you where to find me here because all the podcasting bullshit. You can find me on or reach me as a human being on as Heart of Markness on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. The Facebook group is Heart of Markness. It's very cool. There are folks in it. I say it every week. Really nice people. And I've had people tell me how nice that group is. And, you know, it's not incredibly popcorn poppy active, but you know, a few times a week, somebody will pop something up and there's always people checking it out, looking at it and people to communicate with. I think we're into the triple digits now. And, um, yeah, if you're on Facebook and demographically you are, uh, come visit. It's a nice, safe place. It's a group. So you'd have to search for heart of Markness and then hit, uh, join. And I will let you join. I don't have open join without being approved because when I did, it wasn't much different, but this was when the podcast was much smaller. Not that it's huge now, but when it was much smaller and when I had it open, um, there were, I think three or four bots of like the Russian, like, Hey baby, how you doing? You give me credit card number. I tell you if he's lucky number, you see my boobs type of people. And then one just straight up Nigerian prince. It was funny. So now I just have the simple join and, uh, you know, basically take a quick look and make sure you don't have swastikas on your Facebook page or anything equally as like, yikes, no thanks. And, uh, you're in, I don't think I've rejected anybody that wasn't like the aforementioned Nigerian prince or, you know, the Russian bots. Hey, baby, how you doing? Man, that's so funny. Have you heard about those? I know if you look in Facebook Messenger, you'll see like, hey, how are you? Or, or Instagram or any of that shit. And Instagram, I'm just not on because I really despise it. It's, um, I know I'm not, I know it's not for me. It's demographically for much younger folks, but it's not like, I mean, there are people my age who use Instagram for business for their podcasts and things. So I think I'm going to have to at some point cause it's, it's huge and I'm not doing it, but man, I don't really care for Instagram, but I don't know. Where was I going with that? I don't know. Facebook to Instagram, YouTube. I'm on YouTube. If you want to listen to these podcasts on YouTube, you are welcome to maybe it's something at work where you can't really have your phone, but you can play through your browser at work. That's always fun. 
and uh, my website, heartofmarkness.com. That is where you will find these shows. Oh, did I post? I did post Saturdays. Um, that is where you'll find the shows that we cover. I won't post the show if I can't, which is very rare, or if it's sketchy, or if like the person who did the tape or the, that version is like, listen, you can play it, but I don't want you to share it. So, but that that happens very, 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 very rarely. So, heartofmarkness.com is where you can find this show. You can download it for free if you want. Not the podcast, although you can do that too if you want to, but you're listening to it now, so you don't need to. But the entire concert, the entire concert, uh, at the Worcester Centrum, Worcester, Massachusetts, September 6th, 1983. This is a first-generation audience tape. Runs just over two hours, and here is the set list. So you'll know what is up. And decide if you want to hear it. You can download it at hardermarkness.com. Here are the songs. Opens with In the Mood. I'm in the mood for a melody. I'm in the mood for a melody. I'm in the mood. I didn't play this one, even though it's a good song, because it's eight and a half minutes long and it doesn't really go anywhere. It just kind of does that, which is nice. Sets the mood. Mood. Ha ha ha. But, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. Second song, Pledge Pin. Third song, Messing with the Mekon. I just think that's a dumb title, so I refuse to like that song. Um, Worse Than Detroit, which is a good song and a great joke. Moonlight in Samosa, good song. Melancholy, big log-ish with that kind of uh, Spanish-y, Mediterranean-y, I'm gazing from my balcony over the sea. Love it. Gotta look up where Samosa is. Maybe I'm full of shit. Indian Ocean? I don't know. Oh, Samosa is one of those things. It's called something else now, but it was used to be called Samosa when when we owned it. Anyways, Moonlight and Samosa into Fat Lip. Through with the two-step. Another decent song. Has some good points, but just too synthy for me. And this is ten and a half minutes long. Nope. Other Arms. Good song. Why didn't I play it? Because instead I played the horizontal departure lively up yourself. Sorry. Into, which was the next song after Other Arms. Reckless Love after horizontal departure lively up yourself. Into band introductions. I should play that. Now oh, fuck it. Um, you know who's in the band. Robert Plant. Paul Martinez. Phil Collins. Jez Woodruff on keys. Yeah, there you go. Uh, slow dancer, like I've never been gone, a big log, burning down one side, far post, which is a B side off of, I can't quite recall. I think it's off of something. It pictures at 11. I got it on a British 12 inch vinyl back in the day. Um, and was thrilled because it was, it was a Robert Plant unreleased B side. And it's a nice song. I think it was, ah, yes. Thank you, Neuron That Just Fired. It was also on the soundtrack to the movie White Knights, which had that... had Barishnikov and... Gregory Hines? I think that's it. Barishnikov and Gregory Hines, the movie White Knights, had Far Post on the soundtrack. Yes! Thank you, Neurons. All right, that song's played. It's a good one. Stranger Here Than Over There is what wraps up the show. And then tracks 18 and 19 are interviews uh, one from the night of the show with Rob Barnett on WAAF 
and one uh, right after Live Aid from Carter Allen in Boston on WBCN. And those are good to listen to, too, because they're informative and um, really cool. And it's also cool to hear him kind of talk about Live Aid, although it was brief. I think he called it a shambles, which it was, man. But the thing is, even though it was ridiculously, terribly sloppy and like worse than my high school band when we just fucking went up and winged it for the senior show, we did rock and roll. We rehearsed it like twice. None of us were really musicians except me. No, that's not true. Shit. So many people are good musicians from my school. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. but that Live Aid um, sparked the resurgence of Zeppelin. It kind of went to a slightly smoldering fire in the 80s, just a little lower. And in the States, it was still there, but it, it was kind of uh, the coals were dimming. But in England and in Europe, Zeppelin had faded fast uh, with the, the punk movement and then the, the new wave music and the new romantics and all that stuff. Um, Zeppelin kind of didn't really have a safe harbor back in there as much. I mean, they were the kings of the world and then they were not the kings of the world. Um, but after Live Aid and then the Hammer of the Gods thing, two things which at the time were thought to be pretty devastating to the, the reputation of Zeppelin, both fanned the flames enough to get that fire burning again. And people got into Zeppelin again and Zeppelin were in the news in the 80s. And uh, Jimmy was out doing stuff. Robert was out doing stuff. And then suddenly, not too long after that, they're both playing Zeppelin songs again. Isn't that nice? Anywho. Anywho. Oh, I still haven't played Big Log yet. Wow. I was getting ready to ramble out to wrap it up and say thank you very much later. Beep. Um, if you like what I do and you like how I do it or you like that I do it or that I try to do it or you just uh, devote time to charity, you are welcome to and invited to provide patronage to this show and this human being who creates the show patreon.com slash heart of markness there are tiers there where you get stuff uh could be access to the cloud drive where i keep my shows and you can get all of them at will instead of scrolling through heart of markness or get some shit that i haven't really used or used yet you're welcome to it if you're a patron uh, you also get a free podcast an extra podcast every month and there are tiers anyways look at it harder to mark patreon and you get your name read out every week because you are one of the titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of markness you're important you're somebody it's like in the jerk when steve martin was working at the gas station Right before the the guy starts trying to shoot him. Someone's trying to shoot these cans. Someone hates these cans. He gets the phone book and his name's in it. He's like, there it is. Navin Johnson. I'm somebody now. <coughs> well, that's how you could be. If you become a patron, I will read your name like I'm about to read the names of these aforementioned Titans upon whose shoulders rest the podcast. A laurel and a hearty handshake and a grateful, grateful, heartfelt thank you to Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy. Tracy, dude, I don't think I replied to your last two texts. I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. I will get on that. Or if I have replied, then you're welcome. Um, David, Peter. Great guy. Always shares my podcasts on Facebook. That really helps me out. Mark, 
Other David, Bill, and Mimo. Oh, I have gotten to know most of you guys, if I didn't know you before. And uh, I am honored to have you in my life. Thank you. And we also, speaking of honored, we have our honorary patrons, Evan, Avi of the Raven Avatar, and our dear, dear friend, Jeremy, who actually provided me, out of the blue, this microphone through which I'm speaking with you. Bless your hearts. Well, it is holiday time. There's going to be one more Led Zeppelin podcast before we get to Christmas, and I will do everything I can to make it a doozy. Um, I think it is going to be that Vancouver 1970. Great show. Um, great, decent recording. Actually, very, very good recordings. There's a soundboard. It was a radio show. So there's a radio soundboard. Uh, the only problem is that Jimmy's a little far back in the mix. Um, but the worst problem with this show is that there's several fragmentary songs not just little snippets but there's too many cuts to use but i'm going to get what i can get from it um and we're going to listen to it next thursday and because it's christmas i think i'll make it an extra long episode or at least like an hour and 15 hour and a half because i know this is also a short one too that's what she said bump 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 all right Fuck, I feel like I'm wrapping up and I still have one song. You know what? This isn't going to be a short one. You're getting too much for your money. You people should be ashamed. Harumph. <laughs> All right, friends. September 6th, 1983, we're going to listen to Robert Plant talking about his a big log. Every time I see big log, I think of like Father Guido, Father Guido Sarducci saying it. So uh, I like this a big log. And, um, which makes me think of him. Guido Sarducci had this, um, he had an HBO special in the eighties and I can't remember, I think Vatican Inquirer or something. Basically he worked for the Vatican Inquirer newspaper and he was going to do a story about jet lag and he wanted to talk to the Pope. So he went to America when the Pope was doing his thing in the Pope mobile in America. Remember the Pope mobile? Remember the Pope, that guy, the guy that fought Nazis instead of was one. Um, he came to America. Sorry for the commentary. No offense. I apologize. Um, so Sarducci came to America to see the Pope and is basically standing in his father Guido Sarducci outfit and the Pope's driving by at like, you know, 30, um, or 25 in his Pope mobile. And he just runs out not in front of it or anything, but just at the side of the road, holding it, waving his microphone. Your holiness, your holiness, jet a lag, jet a lag. And it's just that whole thing made me laugh, obviously, because it's been at least like 35 years since I've seen it. And it just sticks in my mind. And uh, that's what Big Log makes me think. Big Log, Big Log, your holiness. So I'm going to go talk to the, the Pope and uh, he's a pretty nice guy. Anyway. Fuck. Sorry, guys. Where was I? Ah, yes. Big Log. Do enjoy. Thank you.
And that's why I did Robert Plant this week. That was good. I hope you liked it. And like I said, next week will be Led Zeppelin. Don't you worry. But I, uh, man, as great as Zeppelin is, and they are, I mean, come on. They're, they're the best thing that ever happened ever in the history of everything. Um, it's nice to, to branch out and play some of the solo stuff. And although the solo stuff is not as good and often doesn't hold a candle to the original, to Zeppelin, um, it's still good. We still love the band. We still love the guys in the band. And that was badass. That whole thing was really great. His voice was incredible. Phil Collins did a great job on the drummer drum drums. No surprises there. And while you were listening to that, I was looking up uh, Jez Woodruff, the keyboard player, because I wanted to make sure I got it right, Gerald, Jez Woodruff. And I did not know that he played keys for Black Sabbath for uh, Technical Ecstasy and on the Sabotage Tour and on the uh, Technical Ecstasy Tour and the other one that I can't remember at the moment. But... uh, he was one of those. A lot of bands have 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 keyboard people backstage, off stage, or other musicians or other vocalists to fill out the sound, uh, or used to use recordings. And uh, he was one of those guys playing keyboards right off stage for with Sabbath. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. 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 Right. All righty. All righty. Now I think we're done. Right. I think we're done here. Our business has concluded. So, I will bid you happy holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Yule, whatever else is out there you want to do, man. Saturnalia, Feast of Mithra, whatever you've got going on, enjoy it. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. And I will be back this weekend for some sort of classic rock nonsense. And then back Thursday with lots and lots and lots of Zeppelin for the holidays. Jingle, jingle bells. All right, friends, be good to yourselves and each other. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you very much.